If you are like most people and you listen to the podcast on your way to work in the morning, then you might need a little pick-me-up. And what better way to go than with a little Strike Force Energy? It tastes great and it's got zero calories and zero sugar. I've been drinking it and I'm not getting any fatter. All I got to do is uh, maybe add a little workout. Either way, it's amazing. Uh, doesn't matter what time of the day. It's great for you. It tastes amazing. Uh, more so in the morning, but whatever, each his own. If you want a little 20% discount on your complete order, when you go on there, type in FALLIN360 as your code and you will get 20% off. Remember, the code is FALLIN360. FALLIN! All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all want to get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. Welcome back, everybody. We've got part two of our series, uh, our interview with Ron from Warfighter Ranch. We've got a great one uh, today. Uh, the first one was amazing. We've got Helen, his wife, who's also an amazing human being. And uh, we're going to get into what uh, their ideas are for the future. But you know what? This is a great example. I uh, hope you all uh, take notes on what it takes to be an amazing human being. Without further ado, here is part two. And, you know, when I explain to people, like, what each braid means or what each piece means, the colors... Uh, I can use camouflage and color to help form like a texture or paint a picture. And and then the charm itself. I'm like, well, the braid, that's the strength. You have to know where your strength comes from. Mm, yeah. And then the charm, usually there's a cross on it. So like if you keep your, if you keep your eye on the prize and keep that focused in the center and realize where your strength comes in, that's half the battle right there. Then you turn the bracelet around to the buckle that closes the clasp around your wrist. Well, if that clasp isn't working properly, you miss the connection and you're not doing what you're supposed to do. The bracelet or us, it goes both ways. And when mm. I tell people that, they're like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised too, man. I That's it. <laughs> I know it's not have a wise word come out of my mouth, but yeah, that's it, you know, that's very interesting. And then I give it to him with a caveat. I love saying I love saying caveat and behoove because it it, it makes me have to explain it to civilians. Yeah, those are those are big words. So <laughs> those are nice, nice big ones to keep in your pocket, there, right? So I'll tell them, well, the caveat is this. If you ever feel like, you know, I'm giving this to you. And, you know, it took all this time and and it just, it, it, you know, time produces a lot of things, including making your courage stronger. So when you look at this, if, if the time comes, not if, but when, because those demons will come and you feel like checking out, you need to check in with me. And that's it. Most of the time, I pull out a bracelet. Some guy's reaching for his wallet. I said, did I ask for money? Did I ask for anything? No. Yeah. Did I have any money on me? I'm like, did you hear me ask for anything? No, bud. I'm, I'm giving this to you. And they can't believe that you're giving them something so nice. You're like, 
you know, to have a custom made something made to you usually costs something and it takes some time and it's a lot of effort involved. And then they don't even know about it. Well, Mario, we do these search and recognition missions. You might be interested in this. Some of your listeners might too. I don't like I said, it doesn't yeah. cost anything because it's all donation. Yeah, you call me and you're like, hey, Ron, I got this guy, this gal. This gal was a high speed saw gunner. She outperformed most dudes, blah, blah, blah. Got out of the service, post traumatic, blah, 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 whatever. Went through her trap, got out of it. Now they're out there just kicking ass for Jesus, taking names for the Warfighter Nation, just making things happen left and right. You send me somebody like that, and I'll build a piece that helps tell their story and we'll send it either to you to present in person or we'll send it to them. Unbeknownst to them, there's a video on our YouTube channel that honors them and their story. So when you present this to the person, they get like all this at once. You're like, okay, sit down, hold this bracelet in your hand and look at it and listen to this video. And they do, and they're like, oh, my God, this is all about me. And what's most people's favorite topic? Themselves, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, especially if you were in the military. <laughs> right, yeah, oh, I know, man. When, when it comes to helping others, we are there for everybody else. But when it comes to talking about things, we are our favorite subjects. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. I, I, I had so much pride, man. I had so much of the wrong kind of pride. We'll be better off without me, blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, I've said it. If it's, if it's a self-deprecating negative comment, I have said it. I promise you. I'm 49 years old. I've had plenty of time to get it right. Now I'm trying to turn the tide. It's <laughs> like the other way. And, you know, it's not always easy, but I know that I can't do it by myself. And I know even Helen and I can't do it by ourselves. And that's why I'm reaching out to you. It's why I'm reaching out to all these other organizations, individual troops. Like, hey, guys, come be a part of this. You're not out of the service yet. This is your last unit. Literally. This is your last year before you leave the planet. Yeah. So get on board, strap up, and let's get to work because... The hashtag we created for for this ministry is hashtag next mission time now. I don't know how many times all of us have heard that in the middle of the desert somewhere. You know, next mission time now, okay? Um, and you're usually jumping through your butt because, okay, what's happening right now? Something just happened. Well, in this context, there's a warfighter out there right now. And when somebody hears these words, they're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm that guy. Uh, he's me. I'm him. That's my story. And I hope it does. And I hope it just reaches one, Mario. And I know you, you have thousands of people listening to your show, and you have this great thing going on. The thing I ask God for every day, one more bracelet, one more warfighter, let me tie one more knot, let me preach one more sermon, let me get one more message across, let me reach one more organization today. Because if I go to bed and I haven't done one of those things, I've wasted the day. In, in my eyes, I've wasted the day because the Warfighter Nation, that's my business. And there's literally no competition because we're not a t-shirt company. 
we're not anything like that. And when people, you know, when people ask for donations, they usually say, oh, we're going to donate you because you're going to support this. No, we're going to give you something back. We're going to give you a bracelet with the Warfighter Guarantee that says if you ever use this to save your own ass or that of your fellow, your, your battle buddies, take pictures. Write me an email. Send it to me. Tell me how you use it. That's a great testimony. Yeah. Right? And then, oh, by the way, we'll replace it free forever. Because That's how awesome. Because how many organizations, how many life-threatening incidents are you most likely get in your life, especially after combat? It's, it doesn't usually happen a lot, but we've had a couple. You know, I had a tech in a, in Iraq get a through-and-through through, uh, gunshot wound in his arm, and the guy took his bracelet apart, and instead of making a, putting a tourniquet on there and losing this guy and his million dollars worth of training and his high-speed Air Force spec ops career, now he's down for a minimal amount of time, and, and the Air Force hasn't lost anything. You know, yeah. his battle buddies still have him there. They still have that guy, because you know how important that guy is when you're there. You don't want to lose any of them. Right. So that turned into the tactic commander for, like, Western Iraq had all these tactics turfed out to different Army units, because that's how they work, to get embedded. And he said, hey, man, uh, I, I heard what happened with your bracelet. I'm like... <laughs> Me too, buddy. You're as shocked as I am. I promise you. And he says, uh, well, I'd like to order one, and my anniversary's coming up. Would you, would you do me a favor? So he buys this locket online and has it mailed to me, sends me a picture of him. I put his picture in the locket, make his wife a bracelet, and she gets it delivered to her door for their anniversary, even though he's in Iraq. That's pretty cool. I mean... Just to be a part of something like that, man. That's awesome. You know, and it may not mean anything to anybody in the world except those two people. But that helped give that guy hope. And, and, he was, and you he understand was still that. Enough. He was still doing what he felt the need to do as a man, as a husband. And not in a prideful sense. And it's all out of love. But back to love. Love got me in and love got me out. I'm going to tell you why. Love got me into this because I told you, I, if something happened to one of my battles, it was it was probably because I didn't do something right, you know. Well, that's what got me into this mess is believing all those lies and believing all that crap, right? And then you don't tell anybody because you're like, I'm gonna sound crazy if I talk like that, so you just believe it. Now, how stupid is pride then, right? I mean, when you when you put it like that, yeah. But love got me out. Because these people, I know it sounds like an old country song, but, but these, these, these war fighters and my wife, they just they didn't give up on me. When I had a gun in my mouth, they didn't leave me. They were three feet from me on the other side of that door, but they would not leave. And let me tell you this right now, and whoever's listening, I, my only wish in this world is that you hear this. The only reason, and I mean the only reason, that I didn't pull the trigger. It was because in about five seconds, I'm going to have to explain to God how this was best, the best option. And I'm going to have to sell it like my life depends on it. It's like my soul depends on it. And guess what? I'm not willing to do that. 
I'm not willing to swallow my own BS to that level. And I'm not willing to just go forward just out of pride of being stupid. So it was like, okay, let's put the pistol down, let's go to work. And I took all that negative energy and I turned it around into this this massive like tsunami of just you know everything that we do everywhere we go. I gave a bracelet to to the waitress at the restaurant this morning. You know, it's just whoever is live you can touch. And people ask me all the time, what do you what do you defy? What do you what do you call the warfighter nation? Okay, buckle up, Buttercup, because here it comes. The Warfighter Nation isn't just veterans. It's not just active duty reserve guard, uh, CSTs, all these specialty units. It's not just that. It's your mom or dad. It's Uncle Bob. It's 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 weird Uncle Phil that wears the glow in the dark red, white, and blue suspenders to the Independence Day parade because that's just how he goes down. <laughs> Even you weird know? Uncle and that's Phil. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Probably be Uncle Carl, but either way. Right. <laughs> you know, but either way, and it, yeah, they all count. And they're not to serve to be part of the Warfighter Nation because just like we need beans and bullets, we need that support back home. And you know how much weight that carries. When you get a letter from one person at home, like any soldier mail, and you get a mail from like a stranger. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, my God, these people are like crazy patriotic. Where's this going from? Right. I didn't know they were like that. Because you just don't. You don't get to see it. We're not exposed to it that often. So, yeah, we want to we want to expand these groups. And like I said, we'll go anywhere. You know, we'll drive somewhere and host a group. And if if you can just if people can just get there, I'm telling you, it's you know, your commander's not around, your first son isn't around. I tell my cops and firemen, you know, your union reps and your chiefs aren't around. It's you, me, and God, and that's it. And the guys in the room. And what happens here stays here. That's key. That's that's absolutely key. Very much like a um, like a, like a lot of other programs. It's just very important to have that that bond and have that be sacred. Well, um, I I think like, that's amazing. Well, I, I I just I I appreciate everything you guys are doing, man. I see you all over the place. I'm like I'm like this guy doesn't sleep. He just doesn't sleep. I'm like, that's my kind of guy, because that's the guy <laughs> I want to get, get to working with, because if you put these two nukes together, man, you, God only knows what we can do. Well, you know, the thing is, I've got, like you, I've learned to also um, use the resources around me. Um, sure. You know, uh, surround myself with good people. Um, and you know, it, it, cause I have a full-time job, you know, and then I also do this on the side. I used to, um, work with nonprofits and stuff like that in the veteran organization world. And, um, like you said earlier, you find out quickly that there's a lot of, um, uh, people out there, you know, they're, they might be trying to do great things, but they don't understand the veteran community and they're, they're starting these organizations for all the wrong reasons. Uh, right, you know, right. the nonprofit world is not what people believe in, um, for the most part, you know, they're, it's just like anything else. It's vicious. People compete against each other, which I don't get because if the mission is all the same, you know, I, I don't understand it, but it is oh, ruthless. It, me crazy, man. it is I a ruthless world. 
just acting ruthless because they're what they what they think they really wholeheartedly believe that they're in competition for that donor dollar. Yes, That's what it is. Exactly. And people are willing and, to do the worst things, including uh, betray, you know, the people they're trying to help in order to accomplish their mission, which essentially is not truly to help veterans. Their real mission uh, for a lot of these, not everyone, there's some good ones, but for the most part, what I saw in that world was their true mission was to get their name out there, to get those government dollars, to get that funding, and and make a living out of it. So, yeah, see, it's it's funny. I see we have a project right now. I ran into this with some of the big boys here locally. You'll know them. Um, I did a bracelet project. It's called the Pat Tillman Project. It's called the Patriot Project. Oh, yeah. Now this is a search and recognition mission that we do, but it's the first one we've done. That's posthumous. Okay, so we believe in doing that. I mean, I believe in honor of the family. I've talked to his wife, Pat's wife, Marie. She's a great woman, bookstore wife, super big heart for it, and she's doing it for, you know, most primarily the right reasons. Well, if she wasn't on board as, as a soldier, if I don't get the nod from the Gold Star wife, the whole project's dead. Right. It's not going anywhere. This this totally requires her buy-in, right? So she did. And I said, I was just going to give them to you uh, next time you're in Arizona. But she said, I feel like this is bigger. I feel like there's a bigger piece of this that needs to be told. So I made a piece for, I made I made a charm with uh, an Arizona cardinal on it and then a, a, a ranger tab and a tiny little set of jump wings. And it just kind of like embodies, you know, the, you know, different pieces of Pat's career. Well, I did two in ASU colors, two in Cardinals colors, two in Ranger Regiment colors, and two in the Gold Star Family colors. I got buy-in from Marie Tillman, and I got buy-in from the Ranger Regiment. That was like the easiest thing in the world. Right. Like, hey, you want to send somebody out to honor Pat Tillman? They're like, hell yeah, let's do it. Of course. And what guy doesn't want, what troop doesn't want to go to TDY for a week, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but the two biggest hurdles I have, I still have with that, are ASU and the Cardinals. I don't know what the Cardinals deal is because they just won't respond. But ASU, they told me they passed it along to their business development unit. And I about threw up because I said, there is no business yeah. in this. This is an effort to take the path of the man's career, starting where it began and bringing these four organizations together to honor an individual and, and show you what no greater love really looks yeah. like. ASU has a veterans program that it should, it should go through them. Man, we went we went through the we went through the ROTC. They they immediately sent it to business development, and they said, "Well, what do you want out of this?" So normally, what do you what what would you have sold these bracelets for? So, well, this is a collection. I can't yeah, you know, I can't piece it out. It's for one. It's for one specific purpose. These eight pieces, nine pieces now. And I said, I don't know. Um, a Miami Dolphins quarterback gave ten thousand dollar donation for a piece. Um, I had a blind, I had a blind vet give me a $10 donation for a piece. So the gamut, 
is, is it's pretty wide, really. Um, but I'm not that kooky artist guy that says, oh, well, I got a $10,000 donation, so now that's my asking price. Right, right. That's just in the business, in the best, in the business of warfighting, we like to call that a dick move. Okay, because that's exactly <laughs> what that, that's yeah. exactly what that would be. Yeah. They said, well, what do you want out of it? I said, I want to wear my ministry shirt and I want to give a 10 second pregame prayer before the game. That's all I asked for. That's it. No money, no nothing. They're like, no money. I'm like, what do I need money for? I'm telling you with this. I'm bringing you everything. All you have to do is let it happen. Basically, it's all you have to do is let it happen. Write it into the pregame script. Do whatever you got to do. But this is not hard. And look how cool it would be. And I didn't go with the pros to do it at the Cardinals facility because that's when everybody started taking a knee. Of course, you know, that's it's oh, yeah. here in Glendale. Yeah. And that, that whole thing started here in Glendale, and that really, that really irritates me, and that happened in my backyard. But if the pros aren't going to do it right, that's fine. We'll go to the kids. But the kids still know how to do it right. Because they haven't been tainted by the world yet. Yeah, know, exactly. For the most part. And, and if they do it, they're most likely going to do it for the right reason. Just send somebody to just accept. I'm just going to hand them a couple of braces. That's it. It's not hard. And they're like, how do we make money off of this? You guys are sick. Oh, it, it, of course. I'm going to have to pray for you guys. It, and that's what I'm talking oh. about. The mission for some of these individual organizations, including some some big, um, you know, uh, so-called, you know, veteran organizations here it's in Arizona, all is all money and power. It's um, it's a shame. So that that's where... My point is that I got out of that world because I wanted to do or help or assist in my own way. And I thought, look, my way, I, I like to talk. I like to connect with people. And, you know, to tell you the truth, in some ways, I was kind of being held back in some of these organizations because they don't understand the true culture, even though they say that they teach military culture. They don't understand the real culture. And so right. they don't understand the way we communicate. They don't understand how you're actually going to assist and, and connect with other veterans. All they were doing is they were connecting with government officials. They're connecting with politicians. Uh, and they are all talking at that high level. And none of them are actually connecting with the real veterans. And I said, no, you know what? I need a real career. I need to do something for myself and my family because I was like you, uh, putting everything else uh, in front of us. And at the same time, sure. I can do the podcast on the side. I can still volunteer. I can still help. I still have my side business. Uh, we have our own nonprofit. So we do a lot, of, me and my wife. And, and I'm surrounded with friends. Uh, you know, uh, Christopher Flowers. I don't know if you know him. I'm sure you ran into him. He does a lot for veterans too. He's my one of my lately. He's been one of my co-hosts on the show as well. Uh, oh really? Yeah, and so that's what I mean is I surround myself because it might seem you know obviously I am busy, but I also surround myself with the right people so that I can do a lot more with the little time that I have. You know, we're able to help more people if we spread ourselves out. Let me let me tell you something. You know, people see. People see the bio, they see 
you know, me and Helen and, and our daughter Abby, you know, I mean, we're, we're Team Breland, man. I mean, that, everybody knows you get Team Breland when you get Warfighter Ranch, when you get Isaiah 6-8 military outreach ministry. Yeah. When you, when you get Ron, you get all of it. You, you get, get Team Breland. Right. You get the whole package because I can't, I can't do it all. I can't do it all myself. But my wife and my daughter have amazing levels of energy. And the woman's touch, I can't emphasize enough, especially from a biblical standpoint, how important that is, because I'm sure you've seen it. I've seen it a million times where I walk in and just jack up a conversation, and my wife will come in soft as a cloud and just save the day. Right, and just right. redirect, and all of a sudden I don't look like that crazy vet anymore, you know? So, right. She, she's explaining it in a way that I can't. With that said, you 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 mentioned Warfighter Ranch. Um, earlier, you said she's the one who actually runs that. Yes. That side. Of, so, do you want to talk a little bit about Warfighter Ranch? Explain to the people what you guys actually do. Well, first off, I would like to introduce you to an angel that walks among us. Um. How I haven't woken up with a pillow over my face in the last 19 years, I'll never know. Because I certainly <laughs> have deserved it a couple times. But Helen's a saint. She really is. She's a she's a very humble woman. Um, you'll never hear her say this stuff, so that's what I'm here for. Right. But uh, her heart is, is in it. I mean, she was... I mean, I, I really believe she was sent by God to do this. And a warfighter wife is an amazing creature that cannot be defined by an experience or an emotion or anything because it's all of it. But before I get too gooey here, let me put you on with uh, Helen Breland, my wife and CEO and president of Warfighter Ranch. All right. Welcome, Hi, Helen. how are you? Good, how are you? Thanks. I'm great. Thanks for coming on. So you have an amazing uh, man right there. Uh, he's told us uh, a little bit about himself. I'm sure that uh, there there's a lot more to it. I know we talked. We've been talking for about an hour now, and uh, you know he called me. Um, well, actually, he sent me a message earlier today and said you got a chance to talk. And we've been trying to get together for a while. And I said, yeah, let's uh, talk tonight. So we 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 called each other up and uh, started talking. I said, you know what? this is all great information that you're telling me right now. I go, I don't know why we're not recording this. If we try to set up a date, it's not going to happen, you know, and it's not going to happen the same way. So I said, let's just call each other up and record it. So, you know, he mentioned uh, a lot of different stuff that he's gone through and kind of his journey. And uh, we're, we're at this point here where now we're talking about Warfighter Ranch and that's what he, he brought you on here. He thought, you know what? She's the best person to explain everything about Warfighter Ranch. So, Take it away, Helen. So, um, Warfighter Ranch, what it's going to be designed, what it's designed to be. Eventually, we are going to have the ranch, and then we will start setting up thirty-day programs um, for the men and the women who are veterans. Um, and then, within the first three weeks, we will be teaching them and training them like who Christ is. It's completely all Christ-centered. So we're going to be going through who Christ is and how he can 
empower them to live and not feel like they're alone. Right. And then also keep them who their family is, like who we are. We're going to be, ha- we have um, Christian therapists who are going to be volunteering, and I will probably have one on staff. So they will be getting um, probably two to three times a week um, therapy, like um, therapy to help with their depression and their, um, you know, like PTS and stuff like that. And then I'm also going to be having equine therapy. Um, then we're looking at um, having um, a lake built that I've already had. Like some people volunteer that they would do it for free for us. So that that's, would be wonderful that's if we awesome. can't find property with a lake, right? Um, and so then that way, that way we can get the people, you know, the, the veterans out to like on a boat or fishing or just doing any kind of like nature stuff with them. Right. Um, so it's, like, it's all encompassing, right? So, and then eventually, hopefully I'll be able to bring in like physical therapists and like massage therapists. And that way we can keep them to where like, if we can keep them moving and walking or, um, We'll be working with them physically, emotionally. Oh, got it. So essentially, this is a retreat with, um, you know, life coaching skills, some therapy. Uh, You mentioned equine therapy, some maybe physical activities to get people moving. Uh, You mentioned the lake. I mean, this all sounds amazing. Now, when do you think or what is in your vision um, uh, an opening date? Oh, it's very far away. I don't. I'm thinking maybe at least two to three years. Okay. I mean that, that you say that now, but two or three years sneak up on you. You know, and, yeah. and that's uh, you know, in that process, obviously you're gonna need you know help. And you mentioned there's already volunteers to help with building a lake and stuff like that. And you know what? And that's why we're here. That's why we want to spread the word and send uh, a message out to those people um, starting now because you know. That, that, to me, sounds, you know, like one of the best uh, options for a veteran to have to surround themselves with other veterans and doing that kind of stuff, the, the, those activities mixed with some therapy. That sounds great. So I just want to clarify that it's not really a retreat, although we do want them to be able to have, like, downtime okay, yeah. and have, like, personal, like, soul-searching time and stuff like that. It really is going to be like a program so that we can work with them very closely in um, helping them overcome their demons, overcome what is happening to them. So like they won't, they won't have access to like the outside world. Oh, okay. So So now it's not like they can just come up and be like, oh, we can just talk to whoever we want. No, we have to, we have to limit triggers at first so that we can so that we can work on them individually. Got it. So what, what, in that case, what would the qualifiers be then? What do you mean? To be, to be part of this program. Um, basically you have to be a veteran. Okay. And then do they, would they essentially, and I know, uh, this is, uh, a while's away, but would they eventually or essentially sign up themselves? Would people be able to sign up, uh, sign them up? Would you guys recruit people? Basically, we we it's, it's, it is definitely their option. We don't. I mean, it probably will get down the road where, um, you know, like 
like the government or somebody like VA might say, hey, can this be an option that we can send people there? Oh, but definitely. The reason why the reason why I wanted as an individual option for them is because it is Christ-centered, and Christ doesn't want slaves, right? I mean, we're not trying to shove God on anybody. We want them to understand that this is completely Christ-centered, and we're bringing them bringing them in to teach them how to heal. Oh, got it. Understood. Right. So they don't have to be a Christian um, in order to come to the ranch. And my biggest thing is um, I already have my VA rep who's already offered to volunteer for me and he will be running and making sure he will be running the the information and making sure that the guy or girl will be a veteran and then um and then it'll be completely like before they even set foot on Warfighter Ranch we will have had um meeting with them and they will have had to fill out information and that's for their therapist and so everything is individually is going to be individually wrapped for each person. So, like, if Ron comes, he's going to be one of my first eight, he already said. So, the therapist, that's, we also will have a pastor who I'm praying for, actually. <laughs> I really want a pastor who's um, a veteran, preferably a veteran, whether a combat vet or not. And um, there's maybe some kind of, like... Um, like a VA and like family therapy or anything like oh, that. Okay. So that if they say I want to speak to a pastor instead of a therapist, we can we can offer that. For Set them. that up. Not, now let yeah. me ask you this, Helen: Was um, did Ron actually volunteer for this, or was he voluntold by you that he would be um, doing this? <laughs> um, I actually okay. So the whole reason this whole thing happened was because I was, we were praying for a place for Ron to go. Right. Like, we were, and I I feel like, like, he's gone to, like, a few different programs, and I, and I think that each one, in its own way, has helped him. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, he, and he's come back, and he's done, he's done well. Um, but I feel like, like, there was so many pieces missing, like, the family piece, like, the connection with everybody. And um, some of them were only, like, just a few days and I feel like you can't, in order to get rid of even bad habits, you need two to three weeks to get rid of bad habits, right? Right. And so in order to cleanse your soul and cleanse your habits, you have to kind of learn, like, you know, I'm talking about, like, put, thinking bad about yourself. What's part of depression? Thinking bad about yourself, putting yourself down, thinking you're not worthy, you're not worth anything. And with our program, we're going to teach you you're a child of God. You're, you're wonderful. You're perfectly made. And there's no reason for you to feel like you're nothing and nobody. Because we will show you how much you are loved, not only by God, but by Warfighter Ranch. That's, um, like, that's amazing. It's like adding a new family. Right. That um That is amazing. And honestly, I can't wait. I know you guys are already doing a ton of stuff out there in the community. Um, I know Ron is surrounding himself with great and amazing people to spread the word uh but i can't wait for this um for this whole thing to start and you know anything you guys need i know that's why ron reached out to us here um you know he knows where to go he knows where to post he's he's on the ball in 360 facebook page and he posts there all the time as well so if that helps spread the word any events anything you guys are doing um any help for for any future events uh or you know uh you're looking for people let us know. We're always open to doing another show. 
um, to cover whatever else is coming up. So we truly appreciate you guys. And I appreciate you guys' time as well for uh, coming on here and spreading the word. I appreciate it so much, and I really thank you for um, letting me put the information out there. Um, it is very important. I know that we're still in the baby stages, and yeah, we have been just working on the outre- outreach side of it just to let people know who we are and what we're going to be doing and what we stand for, no. because there's a lot of programs out there, and I don't, for me, it's not quite the same as what I'm offering. You know what I mean? What we're right. going to be offering. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's important for people to know, even if, like you said, and it's in the baby stages, it's important for people to be part of this, too, because I think the right people will will come along. The right people will volunteer. I think it's important for people to know what's happening. Um, and, you know, it's Ron said this earlier, too. You know, if we don't ask for help, if we don't tell people what we're going through, then nobody can help you because nobody knows what you're going through. So I think it's important to put it out there. I think it's important... Uh, to throw it out to the universe. Yeah, it is. It's very important. And just to answer your question about Ron, no, seriously, like I told him about the program, of course, when I woke up to it, like it just wouldn't stop. And I just wrote it down for like two hours. Like God just gave it to me because I've been praying like, God, what do I do for my husband? How do I help my husband? What are we going to do? And I just woke up with it. It was like I could walk through the ranch and see everything, like, in work. It was phenomenal. I can't even explain it to you. He just showed it all to me and said, through me, you are healed. That's amazing. And I was like, that's exactly the answer. And then, of course, you know, the environment that, you know, the only people who were working with, who will be working with the veterans are also veterans. Oh, right. Yeah. That's important, too. Yeah. So the so the Christian therapists, I will be looking for a Christian therapist who are, are veterans, but probably their therapists will probably will not be veterans because I, I have to be able to accept people who are willing to come in and volunteer their time right. for and, our veterans. Yeah, and that's kind of, you're limited to who will be there. But it's important um, still to have... Uh, a huge veteran like population. Mentors, yeah, you're right. And like the peer mentors, the people, because um, for each like three to four guys, we have one peer mentor who will be walking through, we call them warrior mentors. Um, they're, they will be walking through the program with their guys. So there's that individual like teaming there that we're going to be having where guys aren't just like kind of left on their own. But, you know, they have like that other the other veteran to say, hey, you know, yeah. I've gone through this. And that's another reason why Ron said, I want to be the, one of the first people to go through the program. Um, one of the first eight, what we call them. <laughs> right. Because he wants to be able to, you know, say, hey, Helen, this is kind of, this is what really stood out for me. This is an amazing part of the program. And um, I feel like we could add this or whatever. And he can just walk me through. And I trust my husband completely. And so... He, you know, he can walk me through it. And then also, he's willing to become one of the peer mentors, like the warrior mentors. Oh, yeah. And he will be walking through the program with his group of men. And he'll, he will have gone through it himself, too. So understanding that and, and his experience that he's had is definitely going to help and be beneficial. Yes, absolutely. 
I mean, he's a confident, and he's going to understand and know exactly. He knows my side of it. He knows where I come from with my heart. But he also, like, we know that it's very important, like, his piece in all of this. And I'm thankful to God that, you know, I have had the experience with my husband for 19 years. You know what I mean? Like, I'm his caregiver. I'm his wife. I've walked through life with him for 19 years going through all of this. So working with the children, you know what I mean? Yeah. it's all, it's all encompassing, and it's so important. I can't even tell you how important it is that at the end of the, the end of the whole program, we bring in the wife, the children, the family, the people that are most important in their lives, and we train them and connect them, like who who their their spouse, their son, their brother, their dad is now and what we've taught them and how we've trained them so that they can learn little tactics too on how to connect to their to their um, warrior and then when they go home they go home as a family so they walk in the door at home together so they're not you know it's not like he's yeah. just going home to a family who's already been living and doesn't have any clue what's happening oh man that um that sounds amazing and you know I was telling Ron earlier you know I've I've um, worked with nonprofits. I've seen it. I've been there. And, um, you know, it, a lot of them just, you know, they're not there for the right reasons. They're not there to help the actual veterans. They're there to help themselves, unfortunately. And you know what? This is, um, this is not like that at all. I can see or I can hear the passion in both of you guys' voices. Um, I've, you know, obviously I've kept up with your social media pages and just hearing Ron's story you know, I know that this is a real organization with real meaning to helping veterans. So, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, everything you guys have already done and to see what what more is coming. I appreciate it. I really do. And I thank you so much for taking the time. No, of course. I really will. Um, do you and Ron, just to close it up, have any last words? Do you guys want to tell people where they can get more information on Warfighter Ranch or anything else uh, that you guys are doing? Any other events coming up that you want to talk about? We don't have any current events. The only thing that's going on right now is Ron does, um, we do provide a weekly group for combat veteran men right now um, uh, that they work through. And also, Ron can tell you we're, about that. We're, we're currently looking, we're looking for a female veteran to take the lead. Kind of to facilitate, yeah. um, very much like I do, the female groups. Oh, and, got it. And because you know we we don't we don't pay enough attention to our female veterans as a right. as a nation, and we don't want to be a part of that. We want to be a part of the solution. So we want them to come in and, and realize that. And I told Helen, you know, this is my house. But if you tell me, hey, Ron. You need to get the heck out of here for a while because I have, you know, a female group and some MST survivors, and, and it'd just be better if they didn't see a man at all tonight. I'm I'm fine with that. Right. I have no issue with that. Whatever it takes, because eventually they'll get to a better place. They'll feel better and 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 know about certain things, and, and they'll be able to live their life easier and not have so much so much weight. Uh, my buddy Denny Katona down in Texas runs OP better and he's always he's always telling people how to lighten your rock. And it, it it's the terminology we use. It's 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 the words of our culture. 
you know, a heavy ruck is no fun. I don't care what anybody Yeah, says. no, I know. <laughs> you know, but we're also looking for vets to attend these groups, people who are willing to give it a chance. Now, I, I had negative experience with churches. I had that now, and, and I like to tell people, we're not religion here. We don't do religion. Um, when somebody says to me, man, oh, you're in a ministry? Cool, I hate religion. I'm like, yeah, me too, man. And they look at me like I have something growing on my forehead. And I'm like, well, you know, Jesus hated religion too. You're in good company. And that opens up a whole different conversation that people knew nothing about. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, it of course. It's been around for 2,000 years. People just haven't heard it yet. And when I heard it, you know, it was it was like a light bulb. And all of a sudden, oh, my God, Mogadishu wasn't my fault. Right. And I can release that burden now. And I can be okay. And But I'll tell you what, when I get to heaven, I hope the first person I meet is that little girl. I really do, man. Because I, I, you know, that never goes away. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we're looking, we're looking, we're always looking for vets in all generations, all eras. It's not just post 9 11 or nothing. Right. Um, look at our Vietnam vets. We did a thing for Christmas. We did a, we made a, a mini movie, 45 minutes about Jim, who survived Case On and then survived it by 50 years. Married his wife three times. I mean, yeah, right. I yeah. mean, this guy's been through it and he's put himself through it. But now he's telling us, Hey, if you got to sit on your buddy and take his keys and drag his butt to the dock, then that's what you do. And I love these older guys putting this word out because they've learned from the mistakes. And, and they're trying like crazy. They don't want another generation of troops to go through what they went through. And when they're gone, it's gone. So we have to capture it. I'll uh, send it to you, man. I'll send I, you a link to that video. It's oh, a neat story. Uh, please do. That would be amazing. And then if you want to also posted anything you want to post any information we talked about today anything coming up events you know where to go post it on fallen 360 with that being said people can also find you on your facebook page correct yeah warfighter ranch um it's just warfighter ranch facebook page yeah and, uh, and then also they can go to our website which is warfighterranch.org perfect they can contact us through there they can see the calendar of what we do have coming up and any uh, videos or links. And everything is personal for us. You know what I mean? Like, we keep everything personal because we want people to understand that we are just human beings like everybody else. And we, we're going through it just like yeah. anybody else. And we don't want them to say, oh, you know, these people are just doing whatever. No, we we live it. I think yeah. that's what yeah. makes you guys. I think that's what makes you guys great. And, you know, I, I know you don't think that you're special, but I think that is what makes you special. I think that is what makes you different from everybody else is that you're living this while other people, you know, it's it's business as usual, as we talked about. And for you guys and us and everybody else, you know, it's it's not it might not be my complete life. But when I have the chance to do what I can, this is what I do, you know, and if it's through a that's podcast, right. if it's through a show, because that's what. That's the talent that I have to offer. That's what uh, I'm able to do. Then, you know, I, I we'll, yeah. What a blessing that is, Mario, because you get to reach so many people. And, I mean, what a great gift that is. Yeah. Because in, in the veteran space, um, you know, it's a massive space. It's unlimited. We're, we're really limited by our own, only by our own imaginations 
Um, you know, and, and we, we've got guys making movies. We've got guys and gals on their own companies. Um, they're subject matter experts in their field. Um, you know, the, the, the military transfers over very well if you if, if you play your cards right. Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. You know, when I, when I became NBC after 12 years as a fireman and then, you know, made fire chief, I, I reclassed to NBC and for three years, that was the, the smallest chunk of my career, but it's what did the most for me after I got out. Oh, yeah, as far as, the, as far as your so, career and all that. Yeah, it worked out great. But, you know, then uh, those demons come and, and, and people fall, but it's not, it's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I completely 100%. And I love it. I love everything you've said. And you know what? I also want to thank you for, you know, for being vulnerable and telling us, you know, I know it's not your full story, but, you know, even sharing those bits and pieces, I think that's super helpful to other people to know they're not alone and that if you're willing to talk about it, they should too. And to not be scared to ask for help. I think that's the biggest piece of the puzzle is how do we get people to, to come out and let us know? We can't help those people if we don't know what they're going through. So, Ron, I want to thank you for your time, and, and Helen, you as well, and thank you for everything you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mario. I really yeah. appreciate your time, yeah. And I know, so I, I know this isn't the last time we'll talk. You know, it might be goodbye for this show, but I know we'll do another one, and we'll stay in touch. And, you know, look out for Warfighter Ranch on Facebook uh, either through our page or their page, but either way, we're going to spread the word. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. God bless you for right. everything. Thanks. Mario. Yes, sir. One last thing. To the warfighter out there who's listening and is debating picking up the phone, I dare you to do it. I dare you to call me. I dare you because I know God wants this to happen. And we love you. It doesn't matter what you've done or how far you think you are. You're only one step away. That's really all it is. It's one step away. And we already know that you're brave enough. We already know that you're courageous enough. You just have to have the faith to take that step and, and, and reach up. And we will reach back. That's a great message, Ron. And I love you too, brother. All right, buddy, I'm going to send you a ton of stuff. Yeah. And you're going to be busy for a while, but I can't wait to get this stuff rolling, man. All right, you do that, man. Take care. Thank you. Uh, see you. Yeah, you too.